Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love and break it down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. On today's episode, we'll be looking at the two types of sizing specifications you can have for a fashion brand. We'll be comparing and contrasting the lettered and numbered sizing guides. These can be quite confusing for beginners in terms of what really makes them different from each other. On this quick episode, we'll run through the key differences for each and ultimately identify which is going to be the right direction for your brand. Although some brands have the luxury of employing a one-size-fits-all approach to their garments, chances are when you're starting off and you don't have a clear idea of who your end customer is, you'll need to make a decision before your production begins on how you're going to approach your sizing. And ultimately, you'll want to offer a broad range of sizes that can give your customers the flexibility to pick and choose which fit best suits them. You'll make a decision early on, and as you grow to know your customers, their needs, and what sizes are most in demand for your customers, you'll be able to adjust your sizing specs accordingly. As we mentioned, when it comes to sizing logics, there are two key players. On one hand, we have the numeric sizing logic, and on another hand, we have the lettered sizing logic. When it comes to numeric sizing, this is essentially a number size run with a numeric range, where as you grow or you increase the number, you're essentially increasing the size. For example, you have two, four, six, eight, so on and so forth. A size four is naturally going to be a larger size than a size two. That's the logic essentially. When it comes to your numeric sizing, one of the big caveats is different countries tend to have different sizing specs. A size two in Japan is not necessarily going to be equal to a size two in the UK. So this is definitely going to be something you have to consider. When it comes to your numeric sizing set, who is this for? Well, it all depends on your brand. You have to consider three key things. Who's your target customer? What is the image you're going for? And ultimately, can you afford to actually employ a numeric sizing set? A sizing set that offers a broader range of sizes is naturally going to be more expensive to produce. This is because you're going to have more patterns to create as you fine tune your sizing for each of the numeric sizes. At the same time, you'll need to invest more into your packaging and into your trims to accommodate the necessary markers to delineate these sizes. So there's more money spent developing these patterns, more money spent actually creating the hang tags, the packages, and ultimately the labels that you'll need to identify each individual size. Your numeric sizing is going to be best employed if you offer garments that have to be fitted, so they have to fit quite closely to the body, and they need to interact with the physique. And at the same time, a garment that is more geared towards formal use. These garments are going to generally be more expensive because they are more expensive to produce. So you're going to have to demand a higher price point because of that customization. At the same time, fabrics that don't offer a lot of stretch 
such as suit fabrics, will benefit from this numeric sizing because they'll feel more tailored towards the customer. Think about when you've wanted to purchase a pair of leggings versus when you've wanted to purchase a suit. With a pair of leggings, if you're a small, you can pretty much fit into either an extra small or a medium. Obviously, it's not the ideal fit, but there is a lot more flexibility there. But if you are shopping for a suit, chances are if you're a size 10, you wouldn't be able to fit into a size 14. So this is something to definitely bear in mind because of the fabrics employed with suits and more fitted apparel, getting that right fit and getting those micro adjustments, it's so, so important. So if you offer formal attire that needs to be fitted, then maybe consider numeric sizing, whether you're doing dress shirts or you're offering a three-piece suit, this is definitely something to consider. Besides the higher costs associated with setting up the patterns and the trims to create a numeric sizing set, one of the main drawbacks is that each size has a lower coverage of your entire customer subset. Whereas a size small may have been able to accommodate 25% of your customers, now a size four can only have the opportunity to maybe cover five to 10% of your customers' needs. So the trade-off here is you're getting a more customized fit, but you may end up with a larger risk of having many more sizes that have leftover stock. If numeric sizing is not the right option for you, what's your alternative? Well, it's quite simple. It's definitely one you've heard of before. This is your lettered sizing set. This is essentially the sizing logic that goes from extra small or 2XS to extra large, triple XL, whatever your sizing set's gonna be. So you are accommodating your customers through extra small, small, medium, large. And the big benefit here is typically customers that are a small from one brand are going to be a small from another brand. There's more standardization. It doesn't depend as heavily on the country or the region. So this is one of the big, big advantages, and it's a universally understood system. At the same time, each of your letters is going to undoubtedly cover a wider range of customer sizes when you compare it to numeric. A customer that's either a zero or a two in the numeric sizing logic is definitely going to be able to fit into an extra small, so you get more coverage there. When it comes to who the lettered sizing logic is for, like with numeric sizing, it all depends on your brand, your customers, and the price points that you're offering your products at. Definitely, when it comes to your products, if you're offering relaxed fit garments or garments that don't depend as heavily on tight or super accurate fits, then this is definitely gonna be for you. At the same time, look at the materials you're using. If you're offering materials with a certain amount of stretch or flexibility, like you do in sportswear, then definitely numeric sizing is not going to be the best option. You're going to get a lot more bang for your buck when it comes to your lettered sizing. Because the garments are going to be able to stretch, they're going to be able to accommodate a wider range of sizes as you stretch them in the width or in the length direction. I liken this to when you have a legging. Someone who wears a size small legging can potentially fit into a size extra small because the fabric has a lot of stretch. It's going to be able to be flexible enough to accommodate those two sizes. This type of sizing logic is also associated with a lower cost. It's going to be more cost effective for you to implement. You're going to be able to cover a wider range of people within a smaller range of sizes. So not only are you going to have to develop less patterns, but you're also going to be able to develop less sizing, skew tags, and ultimately 
you're just going to have to invest a lot less into the packaging and the customization of your packaging. So this is a great opportunity for you to reduce some of your costs. And if you're operating in a highly competitive market where your margins are much lower and you're operating on a much more mass market scale, then using letter sizing just makes a lot of sense. One of the major advantages of a letter sizing set is you get a higher coverage or a higher usage for each individual size that you offer. Unlike the numeric sizing where the fit is a lot more tailored towards a much more narrow subset of people, you get a lot more use out of your lettered sizing set. It's going to cover more body shapes because the grading between each pattern is going to be a little bit more extreme. So you're going to just get a lot more of that coverage. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of FitBite. We hope by now you have a better understanding of both of these sizing guide specs and hopefully you'll be able to make the right decision for your brand. If you guys want us to cover more topics like this in the future, please let us know in the comments below. And if you have the time, please consider leaving us a review. It really does help us out to know how we did and how we can improve. Until next, FitBite, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FitBite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next, and until next time, stay awesome.